0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream applause. And just as I said, that's something in my eye. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, how are we all doing? Welcome into Twitch. Good morning. Good morning. There's a lot of you in the chat. Hey, I see you. Uh, William Wixson, thank you very much for the countdown. Uh, Five, four, three, two, one, pow, (laughs) pow. Uh, Is that the first time you've seen the countdown? Do you know what? Um, It's kind of easy to get kind of complacent with it because I see it all the time. But shout out to the... uh, the Ice Cream Applause Design Crew, who absolutely smashed it with that. Craig, Dan, Jimmy, that that countdown is is hype, hype, hype. I mean, obviously, maybe not the greatest fit to the scoop, which is why we leave the little pew 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 at the end um, because it just it settles you down. But if you're playing something like. Something like a state of decay, or or if we were to play something like COD, that 10, 9, 5, boom, 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 would be fucking hype as you start the screen. You imagine that would, the stream would start fucking like. What they call jet cannons, steam cannons would go off. Bibby would come flying through, like edge <laughs> kind of thing. It'd be, yeah, honestly,
1: I <laughs> see clearly.
0: Yeah, exactly <laughs> that kind of thing. But anyway, good morning. How are we all doing? If you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved and let us know that you are here. If you don't know who we are, my name is Graham D, and this man is the man that we called yep. Bibby. Don't evil it's not it's bib but he's been playing Resident Evil for the last well 6 hours of his life a full <laughs> quarter of a day or whatever it was is that my maths right yes a full quarter of a day uh, on stream with you guys yesterday playing Resident Evil 8 village we got it early bibby started it early um so we had to if anyone was waiting for state of decay yesterday i apologize we had to shelve it but but this is bib bib uh, bib tings uh Resident Evil doesn't release a new game every day so it makes sense to to pause the state of decay stuff for a couple of days we'll be back next week with more state of decay, but Bib, have you been finding it? Yes.
1: Uh, well, we're at the beginning of the show, so I think
0: are we allowed to do like a minute catch a uh,
1: minute roundup if we declare that there's going to be a minute roundup so that people can skip forward a minute?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So if if you are new here um and you're listening for some news nice maybe just just hit pause for a couple of seconds if you're watching on demand maybe skip forward uh a minute or so because Bibby's going to give you a little bit of a spoilerish catch-up on how he got on in his first playthrough of resident evil 8 village bibi dig it away yes
1: okay so again pause it or skip you ready well so yesterday we started go on sorry w- when we're finished we'll wave <laughs> so you know it's good yeah. to go <laughs> But yeah, I know most of you guys that are probably in the chat, was in the, sh- in the stream yesterday as was going on, but we started off the stream with Ethan Winters, obviously doing a, it was doing a recap of Resident Evil 7, so we found out what happened in that, moved on to Resident Evil 8, so far Chris Redfield has shot me in the face, not that that's any different from the trailers that we've seen um and we are in the middle of a village trying to find out what the hell's going on where our daughter rose has gone and where chris redfield has taken her so far we have gone to the castle of i always want to say dimitrescu we've killed her and her three daughters uh, and we are moving into the next castle or slash house which is like a doll house i can't remember the character's name um, so far, it's a little bit underwhelming. If I'm being honest, I'm really enjoying it. However, it doesn't feel again like a Resident Evil game. The the articles that we've read leading up to it, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree. It's definitely taken a step back um, from what people were saying. Uh, it's like four, but a little bit scarier, but not as scary as seven. So it is what it is. Uh, there is the the corniest moment in the entire series so far, where Ethan gets his hand chopped off, and then he manages to put his hand back on with a little bit of a, a herb juice. With a med kit. That was uh, super corny, super tacky. But, I mean, I'm not doing a very good job of selling this game to anyone. <laughs> uh, it it's corny, it's tacky, it's not on. scary. Nice. If you want to see more
0: of that, feel free to jump in to the next broadcast. <laughs> right, do the wave, do the wave. We're back, we're back, we're back. <laughs> Tino in the chat saying, how do I skip? Um, okay, I don't know. I don't know, actually. Good point. Yeah, fair point. That point. We're talking to the people on the band, Tino. God's sake. But you knew that. You knew that. Um. So, yeah, Anyway, let's jump into the split screen. There you go, sound effects for you. Nice. How are we all doing? If you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved. As mentioned, my name is Graham. Day, this is Bibby. We are Ice Cream Uploads. And as you can see at the top of the screen above our heads, it says that this, in true Ice Creamy fashion, is the Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. Anyway, we are going to give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games, plus the tackiest uh, storylines in the world of video games as well, if you want any more. Resident Evil chopping your arm off and sticking it back at home with plant glue or whatever it was. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't plant glue, but that's what we'll call it now. Uh, Anyway, we do go live on Twitch, eating every single weekday at 10am-ish. It's now 1142 10 a.m. ish we go live. We have any more to cover us for that specific thing? We aren't full-time, but we do stream each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. ish live on Twitch. And in this podcast, as mentioned, we do give you our thoughts and impressions, but we also want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions because we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So if you're in the chat, please feel free to get in involved on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand later at home noise. Before we start, a quick reminder if someone wants to just type exclamation mark loot drop in the chat that would be very very lovely for anyone that's uh, with us live on twitch because it will remind you that we do a monthly giveaway that is exclusive to our subscribers and this month's giveaway will get you a game of your choice from three selected games so you can either choose uh ratchet and clank a rift and pa- a rift apart super mario mario golf super rush i think it's called uh and then the other one is the Mass Effect Legendary uh, Edition. I managed to remember all three. There was a few errs going through because I wasn't quite sure that I would manage it as uh, as I went through it. But there you go. Mass Effect, uh, Ratchet & Clank, or Mario Golf. Those are your three choices of the games. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's, let's let's jump into things. Let's get things started. Um, before I do that, there we go. Bush, names on stream. Hey, how's that professional? How are you doing? Let's see who is in the stream before we do jump into things. So... so uh, William Victorson is it is it Victorson or Victorson how am I pronouncing that uh, I'm the first to join you were the first to join shine, uh, shine, join good morning good morning King Comic um, who was the first to drop a host this morning as well appreciate that King Comic how's things dude you alright um, DMAC thank you for a host as well see that's two hosts before we even started the show appreciate you very much anyone that does want to lurk in the stream we appreciate that because every lurk counts as a view and that helps with the exposure on the channel anyone that drops a host does the exact same thing too so we appreciate anyone that does that, that take the time to to in the channel to drop hosts, uh, and if you are new here, drop a follow just like Brummy Tezza has just done. Good morning, Brummy Tezza. Uh, see, see, this is that's very very similar. I know a Brummy Weza. I now know a Brummy Tezza. Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> do, 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 does everyone name end in Eza? <laughs> oh, actually, I'm going to call Shogun Show Geza now. There you go. <laughs> uh good morning be <laughs> yeah, was, uh, to be fair i've called him worse so he'd probably be happy enough with that uh, <laughs> good morning Gagad. uh how, how do i pronounce this good middag uh says robo daniel i'll say good morning to you too hey um how are we all doing today someone has their slack notifications on Graham. i do as we went live um just as I hit the scoop intro, we held on the um, the hold screen for a bit longer than usual. But that's because I was muting um, my Slack server. So I managed to mute two of them. And I said to people, Look, I'm just going to have to leave it. We're going to get some Slack notifications coming through. And straight away, pow, there you go. So, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> when we start, I will I will mute them so we don't get them going through the rest of the show. But, yeah. Um, Chucky boy, good morning, thing. Uh, good morning, thing. Good morning, dude. How's things? Good morning, thing. How's dudes? <laughs> Uh, good morning thing do uh, you know that balls that up but you've got to get it's going really well you've, you've got to either. hand it to me hand it to thing no, okay I have a question for you since you started live streaming this scoop, have you actually gone live close to 10am a couple of times rumour has it that we were there or thereabouts when we were in the studio um, we used to go live uh, pretty close to 10am quite often at 10am um but when you're out of the studio it, it's it, everyone's not in the same place everyone's kind of like doing different things so it's 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 not it's not quite the same but yeah in the studio it was a bit more bit more on, on time uh, think i'm thinking to move my clocks forward an hour and a half then it will always be 10 a.m ish <laughs> exactly um uh how do I skip? Uh, only because I saw baby screaming like an eight-year-old girl live. <laughs> touché, touché. Um, I spoke to Abe, who reviewed the game for us, about the arm thing and apparently it makes sense at the end of the game. Oh, okay. Oh, God. I'm, I, I already think
1: that this isn't a spoiler, but I already think that this is going to be one of them games where he wakes up and it was all a dream. That's the, that's the way I'm thinking about it, because the, 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 the game starts off. Again, this isn't a spoiler, this is common knowledge game starts off with Mia telling his daughter a story. And uh, in the trailer, remember we watched the trailer for the first time and it was someone telling a story and it looked like a nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. And it had like the dolls and stuff like that. It's the story being brought to life. I've got a really bad feeling that towards the end of the game it's going to be that Ethan's fallen asleep and the story's going to be being told but it's going on in his head at the same time. And I swear to fuck God, if that is the case, I am never playing a Resident Evil
0: game again in my <laughs> life. Uh okay, Slack should be muted, hopefully, if I got them all. Um Yeah, any story that has uh and then he awoke, and it was all a dream. Nah, no, I've got no time for that. Yeah, I mean, that's like year six shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was that was fine in the seventies. Didn't Dallas or something do that for a full season or something? I, something I remember my mum talking about it at some point in time. It was a TV. It might not been Dallas. There was a TV program, and, I, and the gist of it, I could have got this wrong, was that they ballsed up the story so badly that they just undid it all by going. And then it was all a dream. So since then, no, to give it up. It's been done. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, enix says i've got an idea for my new name oh really go on tell me more um hostess with the mostest yeah uh i don't believe it stopped lying graham i didn't say we were always at 10 a.m just on tuesdays (laughs) enix says there you go um There you go. But you're not a Brummy though, so it didn't count. Stop, stop, stop trying to steal the Brummy grind. God, Enix. Uh, as Brummy says, uh, Brummy says, Brummy for life. Yeah. Um, uh, it was Dallas. Brought back Bobby after a few seasons of ratings crashed. There you go. Enix Archid. That's better. That's better. There you go. F- Don't forget your roots, mate. Don't forget your roots. Um okay, let's get set. Let's jump into some news, because that's what we're all here for. And naturally, the quicker we get started, I know that you all want to see it. So like, the quicker we get finished, maybe we can jump it in back into some Resident Evil so you can have the uh, the slightly mediocre tacky gameplay or whatever that we've heard so far that we're all <laughs> excited to see more of. Hopefully it does wrap it up. Hopefully it's good for you. Mm. Um, But before that, we do have a spicy news story for you today. For... Oh, my God. We do have a spicy news story for you today. Great Words fail me. Okay, this hopefully doesn't though. Stony oh my god, Stoney. I got I got one letter in before I made a mistake. <laughs> Fuck's sake.
1: Oh today's gonna be good.
0: Buckle in. Nice. <laughs> do you know what do you know? What I genuinely think it is. It's because I have a Dunkin' Donuts that next to me and I haven't bitten into it yet. That's what it is. So so cheers, cheers boys. And girls. Sick of it. That's oh, beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, let's get back in. Apologies to start this story is going to be donut filled, but it's worth it. Sony to start production on redesigned PS5 in 2022, according to a new report written by Josh Coulson at The Gamer. The redesign will focus on the console's internal hardware. Its ex- external appearance will likely remain the same. This donut is so good. <clears throat> a new report claims Sony will start production on a PS5 alter. redesign next year, but it won't alter uh, alter the console's external experience. Uh, oh, my God. It's one of those days. Clearly. It won't alter the console's external experience Appearance suppliers uh, that's a part of the PS5's manufacturing chain have reportedly been told production on a new console model will begin as early as 2022. This is according to a report from DigiTimes, which cites semiconductor producer TSMC as one of the companies readying itself for the next stage in the PS5's life cycle. Before you get your hopes up that this is a very early sign that a slimline version of the bulky console is on the way, it almost definitely isn't. In fact, the redesign will likely make no change at all to the external appearance of the console. It is in relation to the PS5's internal hardware and appears to be a change that will allow Sony to better handle the global semiconductor shortage while also reducing production costs. DigiTimes was told the redesign will include a semi-customised I don't even know what 6NM is. CPU created by AMD. Um, The current PS5 models use a 5NM CPU. Uh, This report backs up Sony's prediction that it doesn't foresee supplies of PS5 significantly improving before the end of the current financial year, which has only just begun. So basically, shortages are going to be around for another year. Nice. It could also be one of the reactions to component shortages mentioned uh, mentioned by Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki. Despite PS5s being notoriously hard to find, 7.8 million people managed to land one before the end of the last fiscal year. Uh, That was actually about... Eight people. The rest were all scalpers. Anyway, uh, that was a slight improvement on the number of PS4 achieved during its own first four months. A very good sign for the console's potential lifetime sales as the PS4, currently six, sits, uh, sits at more than 115 million and it still isn't done. While the PS5 will look the same to the naked eye for a long while yet, rumours continue to swirl that the Switch will not, in addition to, uh, to the Switch Lite, you know, We'll leave that. We've spoken about the Switch light potential 4K, potential batteries, all the rest for quite a while. So we will leave that for now. But what we will talk about is the fact that Sony is likely to start redesigning the units of the PS5 in 2022 yeah. next year. So so just over a year in internal changes. What are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, I mean, this is
1: something that we talked about. I, I, it, was it yesterday or the day before about them? Um, it was yesterday, wasn't it, about Xbox not selling them for profit? But then later down the line, the components and everything get cheaper. And then that's when the slimmer consoles come out. That's when the redesigns start to happen. This must be a record of having a redesigned console within the first 12 months. Well, I'll take 16 because it came out, obviously, in September last year, uh, which was September 2020. Um, obviously, we're in May now. It's not going to come out until probably early next year. I don't think I've seen a redesign of a console that quick. I know of consoles that potentially have had uh, different cases or... Um, special editions of like a halo console or um a last of us console or something like that but i've never seen a redesign of a console this quick or a slim version of a console coming out this quick is this just the technology advancing at such a fast rate that they can do that is that are they just trying to do this now and all the obviously the conversation was alluding to the fact that um the, the the components are just you just can't find them so they're trying to find alternative components like how quick is it that that this has happened i have, i can't think of a console that did it so quick
0: yeah i mean it's it's nothing new from from what i've heard with um controllers so so obviously if it, if we had the ps i don't have, i don't a playstation controller to hand so i'll use a, a scuff one instead so we have We've had the PlayStation 4 controllers that had the issue with the sticks. Um, So anyone that was a bit heavy-fingered or even not even heavy-fingered that just used the controller, chances are within a couple of months your sticks would start crumbling and and falling apart. So that sort of stuff was redesigned. Nothing really changed from what you could see, but the materials that were used changed. So Sony has some uh, previous with that. I think the, the closest I can get to this is PS3. So when we had the 60 gigabyte launch version that had the memory card slots and uh, backwards compatibility in it, and that changed was that's got to be within the first 12 months or so I'd imagine. And wasn't that down to um, hardware costing I mean this this article mentions that it's potentially down to hardware availability. So as it stands, there's not going to be enough uh, supply to satisfy the needs of everyone so changing the internal hardware of the ps5 means that it will look the same but everything internally will be different uh not everything some things internally will be different which will allow them to ship more consoles in um a stressful period for for their production chains so it it kind of alleviates some of that stress that's not kind of what that's not exactly what happened with the ps3 i mean there was some shortages uh the, the ps3 but wasn't that based on cost the reason they stripped out the the 60 gig hard drive gave you the 8 gig version or whatever it was numbers wise was it a t- 60 gig only and then they changed it to like a 20 and an 80 gig or something like that um a 20 or an 80 gig um uh, not and an 80 gig um and they removed... oh, the ps3 yeah yeah so it was something like it was a 60 uh, gig with back... a 40 didn't it was it 40 is that what it was because that... i think it... it
1: was a 40 yeah well,
0: the, the that's course. one that could play ps2 games i think Oh, is, it, is that what it was? Yeah, okay. My numbers, my numbers are, are, are wrong. I remember that there was, there was something around that, like kind of upper middle middle benchmark. So I I thought it was sixty, but it could yeah. e- could easily be forty, which it had could the be backwards could be, Yeah, to. yeah. Um, but then after they got rid of that, they dropped down to a basic, basic one, which was like a 20 gig one. Um, and then like a, a higher one. Um, and then then it kind of went all over the place as the generation went on. Whatever the numbers were, they, they were kind of irrelevant to the point really. But the point was that they had to, they did some changes then. That was probably more as a cost cutting exercise because the console was expensive, but also not expensive enough to cover costs. This, interestingly, isn't a redesign based on expenses. Is the, is, is like Baby says, is it, Maybe it's one of the fastest we've seen redesigns, but if it isn't, is it the first one that we've seen redesigns just to make sure that they can get them out fast enough? Usually it's a financial demand, not necessarily a supply and demand. demand.
1: I've just seen Gary's comment there. It says it's it's not a smaller console, is it? It's just different inside slightly. Yeah, I, I probably should have made that clear when I was talking about it. I don't think it is. I was just alluding to it usually the first like revision would be like a slim version of the console. I don't think that this is. I think it's just because of the run out, running out of the components to put inside of it, like the, the standard ones we've got now. I think because they can't get them out fast enough, that's why they're thinking of redesigning it so that they can put new components on the inside of it. But I don't think we're going to get a slim one for maybe at least another 18 months. But I think we'll get... Well, I, I didn't even think that we we're going to get a redesign of this. I think the word redesign that they've used in the article and uh, that we've obviously used as a headline today... I probably think that there probably could have been a different word because um, redesign usually, for me, always thinks of like an external component rather than an internal one. Um, but
0: yeah, I mean, it's all encompassing. It, it, oh. David's kind of summed it up quite nicely there. It, is it a redesign or a revision? Because the original X- Xbox had two revisions in its first three years. Um, did it? I see. I don't know about the original Xbox, so do tell, do tell. Give me more in- info on that. But yeah, it is pretty quick. I mean, I've just Googled then. This is just off of socialcompare.com, which I've never heard of. Um, So we'll just take it as an absolute legitimate source. Uh, The Sony, uh, Sony PlayStation 4 release date, November 22nd, 2013. Sony PlayStation 4 Slim release date, September 15th, 2016. So almost three years before we got the Slim. So. So on that I mean not that it is it's the article says um that this is likely to not be anything externally it's just going to be an innards um so that kind of backs it up as well we are 2022 we will be about 16 months into a console life cycle it's, it's half the time that we we'll were looking at at um any form of slimline console it was like 32 months uh the last time that happened so yeah it's it's definitely not going to be that it's going to be just more revision rather than uh full redesign i mean it, it is obviously technically redesigning the innards uh to, to work using different functions but yeah it's, it's a hardware revision as opposed to a full overarching resign uh redesign <clears throat> I wonder if Sony are changing the internal slightly due to limitations with something inside and swapping it out with something easier to get hold of. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah, that was to keep the cost down. The launch one got scrapped it was, as it was too expensive to produce, says Garrett. That's obviously in relation to the PS3. Uh, did N- Nintendo do it with the Wii pretty quick after launch? The long- launch console allowed you to plug in GameCube controllers, but then they uh, but then they got rid of it. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, okay, turns out it's happened quite a bit, so, you know what, nice clickbait headline, not really major story, the consoles will be pretty much the same, whatever goes on inside, a lot of people don't really care, as long as it works, and more crucially, as long as you can get your hands on it, and that's where this change comes from, um, that was my, my, me that got an email then, by the way, if anyone heard my email, my email client is open, and now that (laughs) has been closed, um, so, the only thing I didn't have open on my PC this morning was WhatsApp, so yeah, there you go, um, (laughs)
1: Nearly had the attic
0: <laughs> I'll open it up. Someone just want to send me a message? Nice. Uh, no, yeah. So, yeah. That's the crucial thing, though. The changes... I mean, I do not know what it is. Somebody uh, with technical knowledge in the chat will probably uh, be able to tell me more. But it says, Digital Times was told the redesign will include a semi-customized uh, customized 6NM. I don't know what the NM means. I'm assuming that's something... Electric key, um, but it'll include a six, a semi customized six NM CPU created by AMD. The current PS5 models use a five NM CPU. Um, but then it says this report backs up Sony's prediction that it doesn't foresee supplies of the PS5s significantly improving before the end of the current financial year, which has only just begun. Uh, it could also be one of the re- reactions to component shortages mentioned by Sony. Okay, yes, so so they are changing their innards um it, <laughs> is that is that to make more consoles potentially that could be it that could still nanometer the, 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 there you go uh, i knew that uh, so a 6 nanometer did
1: it before we then described it and then we both just missed it again completely
0: it's still a nanometer <laughs> Oh, as he said that before i missed it i missed it uh, the smaller than the, oh, there you got nanometer the smaller <laughs> than nanometer the less power it requires without performance loss well there you go now this is what you call world-class streaming engaging with chat see that what it was is i'm making it look like i missed the comment but really <sighs> what happened was i ignored the comments so that you doubled up and we got more engagement in the stream and it absolutely wasn't a visual failing on my part whatsoever <laughs> anyone anyone believe in that Anyone but no. Okay, okay, okay. Fuck, I missed it. Um, So the smaller the nanometer, the less power it requires without performance loss. Um, So a semi-customized six nanometer CPU instead of a five nanometer CPU. So the smaller the nanometer, the less power it requires. So a five nanometer CPU. Is that not better than a 6-nanometer CPU? I know it does say semi-customized, so maybe they, they've got something in there that tweaks that. So, yeah, basically, they've got a CPU that requires more power. Hopefully, that doesn't mean the return of the PS5 jet engine uh, that yeah. that fully existed in the PS4. I don't know how significant one nanometer is. I didn't even know what one nanometer was, but there you go. So, yeah, your, PS, your PS5, your ps if you've got one now, nice. If you get one in 2022, it might take a bit more power. I don't know. We'll see how that all unfolds if we get to find out anymore. Um, does anyone else write anything else in the chat? No, I didn't no, no one else writing anything. Nice, nice. It's because Tito's just said I'm used to being ignored. It's okay, sad face. We love you, Tito. Um anyway, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Uh stick with PlayStation, though. We'll keep the conversation on the blue side of the console spectrum. As PlayStation is facing class action lawsuit over exclusivity. ...of its digital sales. The only place you can buy PlayStation games is through the PlayStation Store, which is an issue that we know very, very well this morning. Fuck's sake. Um, this article is written by Josh Coulson at The Gamer, and I'll jump back into that in just a second. But Pakila Quent, a.k.a. Cameron, um, is the winner of our loot drop, and naturally he won a copy of Resident Evil Village, and naturally he wants it on his PS4, which is understandable. That's If you've got your console there, you're going to play it there. Nice can't buy it for him he used to be able to buy digital games from amazon and other third-party uh, digital code retail sites but playstation stopped that their excuse was to bring all of their sales in line and and to have more control of, of that kind of thing what they mean is they wanted to increase their profit margin um but yeah that is where we are this morning i was trying to buy a copy for cameron and i could i could buy it from a million places tesco or or game or the game collection or whatever um but to buy it for uh, cameron digitally the only way i can really do that that we see and sometimes you can get them but the only way we see at the moment is to buy like obviously psn codes and sending those to cameron he then redeems those codes and then he can buy the game which is just a bit more faff and awkward and stuff so here we are with the news the only place you can buy digital games, uh, digital PlayStation games is through the PlayStation Store. Sony is facing a possible class-action lawsuit from consumers over the exclusivity of digital games, which can only be purchased through the PlayStation Store. A new report from Bloomberg, uh, Bloomberg has detailed a proposed class-action lawsuit being filed against Sony. The suit, brought about by consumers, accuses Sony of holding a monopoly over digital game sales due to changes it made in terms of exclusivity back in 2019. We actually covered this at the time. Didn't realise it was 2019 though uh, the changes meant digital copies of playstation games could no longer be sold by third-party vendors making them exclusive to the playstation store uh, while the movement retailers could no longer sell codes for digital copies of games just the fig- uh, just the physical copies digital dlc and add-ons can still be sold outside of the playstation store However, the lawsuit points out Sony can effectively charge whatever it likes for digital games since it has no competition. uh, That has apparently resulted in some titles costing as much as 175% more than a physical copy, which I can absolutely relate to just today. And I'll give you that example in a minute. So Sony's monopoly allows it to charge super competitive prices for digital PlayStation games, which are significantly higher than their physical counterparts. The filing reads, PlayStation owners are often left scratching their heads when a physical copy of a game costs a fraction of the price of the digital equivalent the self-imposed lack of competition is why um the proposed lawsuit comes at a time when the cost of a new video game is being fiercely debated the arrival of playstation and xbox next gen next gen consoles brought with it the introduction of a 70 dollar uh of 70 dollar games not for everyone though some publishers have abstained from the price hike and continued to sell games for the 60 dollar norm established two generations of console ago the $70 price tag of new PlayStation exclusive Returnal is the latest game to feed into the debate. It's also not exactly been a good news year. Do you know what? We can stop there. We don't need to know about other bits for the news for, uh, for PlayStation over the course of the year. But what we do know is that a class action lawsuit has been filed over the exclusivity of PlayStation's digital sales. If you want a PlayStation game digitally, the only place you're supposed to be able to buy that from is directly from PlayStation themselves off of their digital store bit of a pain in the ass generally but what are your thoughts bib um i'm
1: actually gonna throw this straight back to you graham do you think that the consumers have do you think that this consumer court case is a winnable one
0: um possibly i'm just gonna i'm just gonna hang for a second while i just update the uh discussing now on screen p.s class action lawsuit uh, no, PS lawsuit. Personally, digital I don't. Sales. I
1: I don't think it is. I I think that Sony can technically do whatever they want with their with their games. It's entirely up to them how they want to distribute it. We've obviously got third party companies like um, Limited Run Games that help out with that kind of thing, but essentially they can kind of do whatever they want. And I know it's not fair and you know it, well, it doesn't seem fair and I know it's anti-consumer and stuff like that, but ultimately they can kind of do what they want. But I don't know how, we don't know the ins and outs of how consumer rights and we don't know the ins and outs of how people can distribute things to the absolute law, shall we say? Um, so I don't know if there's any loopholes around there that could potentially help them, but personally I don't think this is a winnable case.
0: It's 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 definitely interesting. It's definitely interesting because, I mean, we, we have what people think is kind of what is possible and we have that in court right now with Apple and Epic. Apple have their platform and they have ultimate control who has what and where on it and Epic feel that's a monopolistic abuse of power, which is why there is a court case ongoing at this point in time. So some of those um sentiments can be extrapolated and applied to this playstation has its own system uh, if you want to be on that system and you want to share your games on that system you can share them digitally but you have to apply to the rules and terms set by playstation within that system so yeah it's technically without knowing all the intricacies they could be fully within their rights to do that um obviously if this class action lawsuit has anything to say if it's if it's a well researched class action lawsuit then that could be a case of actually you have such a market dominance obviously 2 to 1 in terms of PlayStation to Xbox if the last generation numbers are still the same um that's that's it's not a monopoly I mean what is a monopoly is 66% a monopoly it's a big big share but is it a monopoly I don't know but either way they own 100% of purchase revenue digitally for games from that 66%, uh, 66% of the market that's kind of monopol. well that is monopolistic on that side of the market so yeah I, under- I understand the sentiment but I mean I do agree with, with the anti-consumer stuff though uh, Gar- Gary mentions in the chat um sony are really becoming anti-consumer recently first the crossplay stuff and now this i mean this is actually before that um the crossplay on oh, actually the first, the crossplay was 2018-ish when that kind of happened we've had the information come out now but then that was kind of in between that so it's they're, they're not really recently they've just been anti-consumer all along it's just becoming a bit more apparent <laughs> people are picking up on it um just jump back before before we go ahead. William Wickerson says, uh, "What game are you playing today? I play an on Xbox One. Um, Bibi will be playing Resident Evil uh, after the show today. Usually, we'd be jumping into some state of decay or something like that, but Resident Evil today. Uh, sorry, you were going to talk then, Bibi. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I was. I think <laughs> I think I was holding in a sneeze. I can't remember. I don't think I was going to say anything. <laughs> so um, yeah, my point uh, with this to give you the real world example. Obviously, we're talking about the loot drop winner. Um, this is where it becomes a pain in the ass because PlayStation." Um, having digital exclusivity of their games can monopolize that market entirely if i wanted to pick up the game physically the price can vary between 35 quid at tesco today um so using resident evil village as as an example by the way i don't know if i've made that clear but 35 quid you can pick up resident evil village from tesco today um or you can buy it from other places 40 quid 45 quid 50 quid 55 quid and and so on if you want to buy that digitally, you on the PlayStation, we're sticking with, by the way, uh, you are limited to just $54.99 on the PlayStation Store. There is 20 quid extra. So when a game is 35 quid, if it costs 20 quid extra, that is a huge percentage. Does anyone want to do the maths on the percentage of what that is? But that kind of it's, it's probably not too far away from the ballpark that it gave in the article. Uh, that has apparently resulted in some titles costing as much as 175% more than a physical copy and that is heavily anti-consumer um especially when playstation made a digital only console you have absolutely no way to buy games for that console in any way shape or form than buying it from them from their digital store um yeah there's also some arguments about we well, don't buy a digital console uh and, and so on but but uh, yeah a lot of people will do, and, and especially with the issues that we've had with supply and demand. I mean, PlayStation are changing what's inside their consoles because there's issues with supply and demand. So if people just buy a digital console to get into the next generation, um, some people will get it at cost and think, oh, I've saved myself 100 quid, but that 100 quid is irrelevant. If you're spending 20 quid extra on a game, you'll. some people will... will eat that 100 quid back in a month. Some people will do it in a few months. A lot of people over the course of the year, you will be down money by saving money on buying the digital edition. So it's 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 heavily anti, anti-consumer. Sony system, they can do what they want. I appreciate that. But um, hopefully, uh, once we're out of a COVID world, I mean, I think that, that could have been the thing as well. I mean, PlayStation switched to digital and then the world got locked indoors so people couldn't buy physical so playstation probably thought fucking best move ever we can just put all our prices up and everyone's gonna keep buying it yeah yeah. hopefully people now that now start going okay do you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna pop down to granger games or, or do they even exist anymore or game or cex or tesco or wherever you buy your games from um and hopefully you pick it up physically because that will start to show them that a we need to open it up uh, to other retailers because our digital situation isn't working or b we're mm-hmm. keeping it exclusive but we're going to be a bit more consumer friendly with our pricing yeah. because our pricing strategy is it's it's, it's kind of nintendo uh, but nintendo is expensive across the board playstation is just just expensive digitally because they want it to be not because it it is and that is what the norm that has been established is so yeah it's not good. It's not good, PlayStation. Sorry. I, I, do you know what? I, 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 I'm I, a big fan of the PlayStation brand. Not to the point of being a fanboy, but I absolutely would love to see this lawsuit slap uh, a little bit of that greed off of their faces. The people that make the decisions at the, at the money end of the spectrum absolutely have done that just to maximise profit. And if PlayStation were in the position that they were at the end of the PS3 generation, do you think they'd be making that decision? What do you think, babe? <laughs>
1: hmm. It's, uh, we always say that it's it's always easy when you're in first place. Yeah, exactly. um, but making the de- making the decisions based off of what place you're in is it's a fool's game. Uh, exactly. It's like trying to it's trying to, it's like trying to figure out uh, what team Pep Guardiola is going to play for your fantasy football at weekend. <laughs> you have no fucking idea. It's a mugs game. Um, but I mean, when it comes down to digital consoles, there was no way I was ever going to be a I was ever going to get a digital console. No. This generation or next generation. The only time I would get a digital console this generation is probably the Xbox Series S and that is only because it has Game Pass. I've got a million and one Xbox 360 games. Uh, Most of them are behind me. Most of them in boxes there. But... I, w- I wouldn't be able to play them on this console, but I still got my Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. It's still plugged in underneath the desk, so that's not really a hindrance for someone like me. Maybe for the average consumer, maybe, but not f- not for me because I have them to hand. I can still use them. But this would literally just be a Games Pass machine if I was buying it. It wouldn't be for anything else because I would have the next generation of consoles right next to me in a PS Five. I don't really need another one, but it'd just be for a Games Pass machine. But thankfully, we can play them on PC, so that isn't a reality for me. I don't need it.
0: Yeah, I am. Um... I, yeah, I suppose I'm I'm kind of feeding into the issue. I have a digital PS5 sat right here. <laughs> However, I only yeah. have a digital PS5 because I also have a disc PS5 sat downstairs. Yeah. The fact that I have a digital PS5, that's to play the games on stream that, that I have digitally. A lot of games we get digitally because we obviously uh, work with a lot of publishers, a lot of developers, we mm-hmm. get a lot of games, and usually that is digital codes. So having a digital PS5 wasn't an issue for me. Yeah. But that is me with an extravagant purchase from a content creator perspective if i wasn't buying another ps5 as a content creator and i was just buying a ps5 i would not have purchased that digital ps5 i bought yeah. a physical one first and there's a specific reason for that and, and that is that is the money uh, the money side of it is is extreme 54.99 for a game that's that's 35 quid in tesco you can... Uh, and if I go into Tesco... That
1: pissed me off this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that pissed me off. I didn't realise it was going to be that cheap that early. Um, but I paid £50 for mine from the game collection. Again, we probably could have got it for free from Capcom if we reached out to him, but we didn't. Um, no need to. I would prefer to buy the game anyway. Uh, feeding into the guy from The Last of Us... Uh, not The Last of Us, Days Gone. He said, you should be buying it at a full price? He's, got, he's in fucking living <laughs> in my head rent, free, isn't he? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was always going to buy it anyway because it needs to go on the shelf behind me, so... It's no problem for me. To be fair,
0: um we've mentioned the Tesco thing a few times. We are absolutely getting sponsored. No, we're not, we're not. Um but the Tesco. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Give give it in biscuits, whatever. A couple of tins of spam, <laughs> jobs are good. Uh, just give it a big shop once every two weeks. I'll be happy with that. But the it was it was something like it was 45 quid. But then it was 40 quid if you were a Tesco club card holder. Um, And then you'd save an extra five quid if you bought it online using a code that's, that's not hidden, that's fully plastered across their website. Basically, if you're looking at this, you can get five quid just by entering this at checkout. So it drops it down to 35 quid. So 45 quid without the club card and without the online sort of purchase, checkout, discount, jobby thing. Still takes it to 45 quid, which is still £10 cheaper than it would be buying it digitally from PlayStation. So you can then use half of that 10 quid, get yourself a two-litre bottle of Fanta Fruit Twist and a nice uh, 200-gram bo- uh, bar of Cadbury's Dairy Milk. Sit there, play your way through Resident Evil yes. and still have six quid left over. What? What? So, yeah, it's it's it's... it's I know it's the convenience thing of being able to just buy digitally, and the fact that you've got it there f- uh, for the future. But we've already been speaking. Have you got it for the future? I mean, how many PS get it wrong? PSP games? Can you play it now and download digital? Oh, none of them because the future for yeah. that has been killed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. all sorts. I of mean, local. if you buy, you can't. This doesn't happen if you buying
1: it. Uh, you're buying it digital, does it? The the lenticular? Is it lenticular? Graeme? You, you correct no, me every single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nailed it then. Lenticular Out. design, look at that! Not to hey. lie. I was hey. sat
0: there waiting for a lenticular mention, but you, you nailed it. You nailed it. GGS, GGS. Uh, Gary says that's why <laughs> yeah. Sony released the digital PS5. I bet as, I, as they knew that they'd be bringing in, they'd be bringing in major cash through the digital sales. I, I, exactly, exactly. I mean, they'd seen Xbox um, obviously in second place once again, decide that you know what, we need, to, we need to try some new things, try something different, and they, they released their digital-only consoles first, and then PlayStation was like, okay, well. well We'll give it a go, but also charge a bajillion pounds. Xbox, are like, we'll give you a digital console and we'll give you the best deal in gaming to be able to play the games on that digital console. PlayStation, I like, we'll, we'll give you a digital console and we will charge you 175% the normal price. <laughs> it's like, no, PlayStation, sort it out, meat, <laughs> meat. Uh, anyway, let's move ahead. Enough PlayStation, Bastion. We love PlayStation. We've got PS5s and all of the, the jazz, but we just, we're just we not angry we're just disappointed. We're just disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, let's move ahead. Uh, by staff, nice staff from VG Twenty Four Seven has written this. That's not. It's, uh, welcome, welcome to the stream, it's staff. Smart, <laughs> <isn't that? laughs> uh, so the Division Heartland is a standalone free to play game coming from Ubisoft. Uh, the div- the world of the Division is expanding. Ubisoft has. Uh, surprise revealed! A new game set in the Division universe today. The Division Heartland is a free-to-play survival shooter coming to PCs and consoles in 2021, 2022. Uh, Heartland is a standalone game. Is this? No, that's just the normal Division two I was going to hit play in the video. But I want uh, Heartland is a standalone game that takes place in a new setting, providing a new perspective on the world. You can sign up for early tests at the link just there in the article um development is being led by Redstorm entertainment a studio with close ties to the tom clancy licenses who has also worked on the division and the division two additional information a trailer and screenshots were not provided uh, ubisoft also announced plans to take the division franchise to mobile bringing the universe to an uh, even wider audience finally the division 2 will also be receiving brand new content as part of an update coming late 2021 the content will include an entirely new game mode and new methods for leveling agents with an emphasis on create uh, increasing build variety and viability more details will be revealed on this new update ahead of its release you played much of the division bit
1: I did. I played uh, a hell of a lot of the Division 1 and I played probably 30-40 hours of Division 2 which is is just the tip of the iceberg in the Division. You can literally play forever. But the thing that got me the most about this right, is one, it's a free-to-play game. Let's see how good that's going to be. But two, it's a free-to-play game that I, I, when I play State of, State of Decay, I do get a little bit of Division vibes. Now, I think only people who play Division will probably understand what I mean by that, even though the art style and everything's completely different, but it's the emphasis on teamwork. Um, that is what I love about the Division. So what I'm saying, Graham, and the reason I put this in the in the, in the the news today is for us just to plant that seed ever so slightly, because like, people are loving our State of Decay content and the moment people in the community, we built this for them so they can come in and help us because we need your help all the time. We're well, <laughs> great. Put, put it this way. what you're <laughs> Friday? Last Friday, we can never let Graham play this game on his own again. Upload, is never going to exist.
0: Oh, do you know what? Actually, I, t- I take it back. I didn't know what you were going to say. I thought you were going to say something even worse. I'd, I'd forgotten that I went out Un, unsupervised and managed to have the first member of the community killed i forgot that because i i'm more thinking about the little issues that i have which is just placing weapons that people need under a table so they can't be reached for <laughs> fuck's sake there's another weapon all, these things, things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all these things so what I'm, t- what I'm technically doing in this is we're telling people that there's a new division game coming it's going to be free to play. That's a barrier of entry removed straight away. We don't know if it's going to be multiplayer. I'm guessing it is because they wouldn't make it free to play otherwise. So depending on how far we get with State of Decay, we could have completed it by the time this game comes out. State of Decay 3 may have already come out. But these are the kind of games that we think is probably going to evolve over time with our communities. That is what I'm trying to say, Graham. These are the little planting seeds that I'm putting out there for us.
0: Nice. It's almost like you've got a garden in State of Decay.
1: Well, I have I have a chemical garden, Graham.
0: All right, flex. All right, easy. to have. literally one of these days. One of these days. (laughs) I've literally just got a chemical garden. Just got a a hole in the ground with a bit of dirt in it for the first time, and there you, Captain Chemical, over here. Oh Um, Oh, yeah, I mean the the
1: the division games are fantastic. You have to take it with a pinch of salt because. The shooting mechanics are brilliant. However, the bosses and the enemies tend to be bullet sponges, which can get infuriating if you haven't leveled up your characters and you haven't got the right guns and you haven't got the right armour and stuff like that. It is mechanically quite deep sometimes. Maybe not as deep as State of Decay. So, I mean, your your is being blown every single time we go through a stream. Uh, and I don't just mean brewskis. Like brewskis. In, <laughs> in, in terms of new things popping up every now and again. But The Division isn't that deep and complex compared to State of Decay. So I think the, 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 this is definitely the, the kind of thing that we could definitely move forward with with our community.
0: I think they'd love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm quite excited at the um, the amount of... Because I've never really played survival games. Um, uh, survival shooter survival horror like not really touched any of them and but i'm really enjoying the um the kind of crossover between survival shooter slash base builder that is state of decay I'm super enjoying that and that is good because coming off the back of that if we've got the division uh heartland they're having a bit more of a dabble in in the survival shooter stuff and then we've got the day before and then we've got hmm. state of decay 3 i mean Bruski's future incarnate children might be might be onto a well they would have been onto a world of of joy and now they're just living in yeah. a world of emotional pain but uh yeah that's my skills for you it's fine we'll build a bench in his honor whenever we get a new gaff <laughs> it's fine don't worry about it let's hope there's no desk for grain to drop weapons under shh okay if anyone's it's not nice. <laughs> if anyone's not been watching uh our State of Decay playthroughs you basically you go up to essentially a desk and that is your stash, and you can like put things into your stash, take things out of your stash, and and you can drop things either to get rid of them or to give them to other people. Um, and the very first thing I did in my very first stream of, of that game, I went up to the stash, tried to reload a weapon, but the R button to reload when you're in the stash changes to the drop button. So I dropped my, my weapon on the floor. But when you walk up to the stash thing, you get an on-screen heads-up display of press E to enter stash, um but that comes from like 10 meters away so e is also the button that you have to press to pick up a weapon anyway you don't get the weapon pickup option because the stash bit is just kind of sat in the way and there's some like way of picking it up by crouching on the floor facing the the opposite direction and moving the camera slightly so you can just about pick it up and get the weapon and i I tried for ages couldn't do it quads came into the game picked it up and gave it back to me after about 10 seconds like boom there you go anyway playing Monday, Tuesday this week, Wednesday, I don't know when it whatever it was this week. Monday I think. Um we're playing myself Bibby, Chucky and Shaw. Shaw's like, "Have you got any um crossbows i was like yeah i've got a crossbow i'll get you a crossbow went into my stash picked up the crossbow and rather than moving away from the stash i dropped the crossbow so it went straight underneath the desk and it's been sat there ever since so one day soon when quads jumps back in and plays with us he will get it back out for us but from now until then um yeah that that crossbow has just stayed underneath the desk i absolutely just looked to my side i genuinely thought someone was stood in the room next to me then <laughs> if anyone saw me like double take to my side then. What is it? No, just just it must have been just the way that the light moved or something. I thought there was someone there, and there's no one fucking there. It's too too much watching baby playing Resident Evil. <laughs> and <even cap> <laughs> oh,
1: quality. Uh,
0: so yeah, there you go. Uh, if the Division Two had a proper survival mode, building off Division One, it would be amazing. Ubisoft ignored the most popular mode for some unknown reason. You could say it would be the Premier Division. Then is this what the Stretford End book? Is this the Stretford? And book of excuses <laughs> what <laughs> I don't know what you mean
1: uh, it's a book of excuses it's it's a term that we're going to use all the time when someone goes around the houses trying to explain something about their mishaps inexcusably mishaps ah, okay, but, yeah I get you. I get you.
0: Uh, I wasn't excusing it. I was just uh, letting other people in on the joke <laughs> so they know what the fuck's happening. Don't worry.
1: As soon as they'll be on the stream again, they'll see that crossbow still
0: underneath the table. It'll <laughs> be fine. And it will remain
1: there until squad. Why is there a crossbow under there?
0: St- Nobody mentioned the crossbow. Nobody mentioned the crossbow. <laughs> Do you know? I need just need exclamation mark crossbow in the chat. If anyone yeah. wants to go back to that stream and clip it, <laughs> then then we'll get it put into the chat with exclamation mark crossbow. There you go. But this
1: is the thing. I hope these kind of games evolve though, because we've we've seen for years multiplayer dominate uh, the way that people play games. Like most people now, and this is genuinely this is absolutely uh, the the vacuum of what's it? What's the term called? Where you like? It's just an echo chamber. Oh, no, no, it's an echo chamber of what we see on social media about people kicking off about multiplayer games. The, uh, the, the single-player games have got a massive boost. I'm so glad that they're making uh, a massive comeback purely because the writing is getting so much better. They can do so much more with video games now. The discs are getting bigger. The downloads times uh, times getting bigger as well as a result of that. But single-player games are coming back. But having the single-player element of a game with your friends in a... In a a co-op scenario of a bigger story is absolutely where I get my kicks. That's why I love survival horror games because sometimes, well, I mean, the writing is usually pretty decent. So you have a nice little story to be able to go through, but taking a co-op stance, that's why I love resident evil revelations too. So much and resident evil five, to a degree, you're taking someone that, that likes those games along the ride, along with you on the ride. So multiplayer has been dominated by team deathmatch and battle royales and whatever else is in the, kind of, I don't want to say niche market, because it really isn't, but those kind of multiplayer games have dominated for so long now. I hope to God that these are the kind of games, like you said, with the day before coming out of State of Decay 3, hopefully some what we get from the division. I hope these kind of games
0: become staples of video games going forward. I mean, <clears throat> I kind of feel Battle Royale did Survival Dirty. Because if you think, like, back, go back three, four, five years-ish, Daisy um, was... Still in hearts of minds of people, it wasn't kind of this game that, that just kind of kind of is, but kind of isn't but never did. Back then it was like, Okay, this is we're on to something here. If this could be exceptional. Um, and then that kind of had the win taken out of its sails by the the like the tangent off into Battle Royale and then Battle Royale's kind of blown up and taken that away. But Daisy's still there. I think even just mm-hmm. the other day, Sacrile Sacriel uh was streaming Daisy. He might even be streaming it now. Let's I can't even see. Do you know what um, Summit, Summit was playing it this morning. It's still playing it now. Summit's still streaming It's to 29,000 people. So there's definitely still a vibe there. So if... I mean, if all I'm going to say is Ice Cream Upload started playing State of Decay 2 and Summit's now started streaming Daisy again, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. We played it first and then, then he's played it afterwards. So yeah, <laughs> influencing the influence. That's what we do. Uh, no, <laughs> there's, there's definitely there's definitely something there um and i think the industry sees it the good thing with it is it's 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 either a game that has no end game or it's a game that has a definitive end game quite quickly if you're playing fucking daisy and you get absolutely pops from nowhere but it's the fact that it's something that keeps on going and it's not it's not the rush towards a target it's not get 75 kills or whatever it is in a tdm it's not become the last team in a battle royale it's a it's a continued survival. Build something together. Uploadia is our community um, on State of Decay Two, and it started out as a man in a shack, pretty much. And we've now got well, we still got, we've got a bigger shack. That's what we've got, pretty much. We've taken over diner. We're not. We're not. We're not on the land yet. But but there's there's clear lines to advance or not. Um, and that's that's kind of that's kind of exciting. So yeah, looking forward to see what the the mm-hmm. division heartland. is. Uh, turns into. Obviously, we've not seen anything, as it mentions in the article, any additional information, trailer and screenshots were not provided. So this is just the very, very earliest news. So 2021, 2022 is when it's coming. So it could still be 12 months away, but we will keep you updated. Do you know what? I'm going to put a guess and say we will see the first look of that um, in a month. E3. Ubisoft uh, Forward or whatever they're going to call it for their E3 content, we will see the Division Heartland there. That's what we're going to see it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about uh, good about PlayStation there. Oh, that was it. So we've been bashing PlayStation. It's not intended to be a bashing PlayStation stream. It's just the news. Sometimes the news falls heavily in favour of someone and not in favour of someone else, and the news hasn't been great to PlayStation in in the sense of the PlayStation store class action lawsuit digital sales stuff but one thing that PlayStation has done on the subject of single player stories is they have as they mentioned um stuck to their guns and and taken more risks so Returnal which is again a lot of people are playing at the moment we covered in yesterday's news actually with with mouse and keyboard cheats and stuff but Returnal is a single player story that's that's different to the uh, the the multiplayer dominated stuff that we've seen so so whilst playstation yes they are taking money off you hand hand over fist 175 percent for a digital game yikes um they're at least using that money to give you good gameplay experiences so yeah they're taking the money off you but giving you good gameplay experiences for it so yeah 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 you can i can there's some good in there somewhere You you can if you dig you can find it um but let's jump into our final bit of news for the for the day how do we like to wrap up the week usually a bit uh, it's by a little concept called Free Game Friday. hey Free Game Friday. Uh, usually includes this, which is the Epic Game Store's next free title. It has been announced, and this is by Tom Ivan at VGC. So, the Lion's Song will replace Pine, which is currently free to download. Next week's free Epic Game Store title has been revealed. How the fuck do you say that? Mip- <laughs> I'm glad you're reading it. <laughs> Mipumi Games. Okay, well, there we go. Mipumi Games, The Lion's Song, A Narrative Adventure game focused on a cast of Austrian artists and scientists struggling with creativity and inspiration will be free to download from May the 13th to the 20th it will replace Pine I'm gonna hit play on Pine because it looks it looks it looks nice Uh, it will replace Pine an open world action adventure game set in a simulated world in which humans never reach the top of the food chain uh, which normally costs 19 pounds 49 pence but it's currently free to download so if you've got Epic Game Store on PC, you can get this game, which you can see the video moving on stream on stream right now. Um Epic claimed in January that the Epic Game Store had attracted over 160 million PC users since launching in December 2018. And they've spent a shitload of money on getting these free games as we found out earlier this week. And yeah. if you I think it was Wednesday show potentially if you were listening, um we had some prices which were revealed in the Apple versus Fortnite case So we know Epic is investing heavily into getting new users uh, to their platform. Maybe you don't want to be on on PC. Maybe you don't want to be on Epic. That is perfectly fine. But if you're ambiguous and you have no feelings either way, I would 100% recommend getting uh, the Epic Game Store downloaded on your PC because there is a lot of content that you're missing out on. This might not be your thing pine after looking at it looks like it might be fun but it's probably not going to be my thing i don't know much about the lion's song either i say much i mean anything about the lion's song but all i know is they're free so i can at least get them keep them forever and give them a try and if i don't like it then i've not lost anything it's not free on the basis of a subscription it's just it is what it is nice what are your thoughts Bim?
1: yeah i mean i have just had a look at the trailer for pine again it definitely is my kind of game other game not not so much but I mean it cost me absolutely nothing to stick them in my library, they're the ones that are footing the bill for it uh, and it's nearly in the, well some of the games are absolutely in the millions so why would I not, it would take a free game
0: Exactly. Get your freebies. Get your freebies. Free game Friday. Nice. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Scoop. For a full week of content, we appreciate you being here very, very much. We are going to disappear now. I will be gone, gone, gone. Not gone, 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 but gone, gone. Uh, Bibi will just be gone and then he'll be back because he's playing through Resident Evil Village on stream for you today he got about six hours in yesterday the game is eight yeah. to ten hours um which i googled so chances are if if you want to see resident evil village be finished then check out bibi stream after this and you'll be able to see the game be finished today uh spoiler uh, potentially uh, asterisk potentially you never know around eight to ten hours i mean that means nothing to me i'm, I'm the kind of person that can make an eight hour game last for 16 hours so uh, yeah we'll see we'll see um, um no
1: I'm, I'm genuinely the same uh, Spend so much time looking at everything else around, where I need to be looking for.
0: Best way. Best way. Take everything in. Take everything in. Uh Before that, though, babe, before you go off and come back and play some Resident Evil, is there anything you want to add? Yeah, again,
1: thank you very much for each and every one of you that have joined us for this week. That is another week done of The Scoop. Uh, Where else am I going with this? So thank you very much for, for, for watching. No, I'm not going Wales. Oh, yeah. If you do want to be involved with the show, there's two ways you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Rollers across all major social media pro, uh, platforms, as well as finding us in Discord. If you are watching us on any of the on-demand services, go into the description below. You'll be able to find all the links to the stuff. There is an area in there called The Scoop. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and opinions. We will then give you our uh, foster thoughts and opinions on the very next show, which will be at what
0: time? On Monday, Mr. Graham Day. Um, uh, bright and sprightly at 10 a.m. on the dot. Ish ish. Also, Pirate, hey, how you doing? I see you. I saw you in the chat a little bit before. I was going to call your name out and then just got distracted by the news and never did. So, hey, I see you. Appreciate you all being here. Thank you very much for lurking, for joining in the chat, for dropping the hosts and to Brummy Teza for dropping the follow as well. Appreciate you all. Um, And well, yeah, as as, as Tito says, we'll see you at midday-ish on Monday. Well, I will. Bibi will see you very, very shortly on the channel. If you're watching this on demand, you can see Bibi's playthrough of Resident Evil. It will be on our previous broadcasts on Twitch. And if you're listening on demand, same thing applies to to you mm-hmm. have yourselves a fantastic weekend from me, though. Maybe we'll see you shortly. Until then, have yourselves a good day, and Steve frosty